Hi and welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Um, we have quite a big day today, um, end of tournaments, and also we got lots of qualifiers kicking off for tournaments for next week, so got a full card, I think we got about 18 units in play on the main card. Uh, and let's quickly look at yesterday, it's an incomplete day, we're still waiting for um, John Isner to play uh, and win and make our day a little bit better. We had a couple of real duds. Um, Rublev won, Karatsev Wang and Schwartzman lost, but there were a couple of horrendous losses in there. I mean, Schwartzman, Lovin won. He doesn't really lose like that on clay. Um, especially not to an inferior opponent. So, I normally you'd wonder if it's uh, <coughs> injuries and so on, but it being Borstal the week after Wimbledon, I would have it down to post-party mode, maybe. Uh, I think it's well known that the South Americans and uh, the Southern Europeans come up for a great party in Borstal. Can't really blame them. It's a, a really nice place to be in the summer and to party at. So that's what they do. I mean, you get two things going against you there. It's a 250. A big player like Schwarzman is not going to care too much about another 250 win unless he's already sort of in the semis. Um, you got that. Plus, most of these top players um, have tried to peak at Wimbledon or, or sort of work their way towards Wimbledon in training blocks. And if they don't take the week off, uh, Borsod is a bit like a week off for them. So they, they, they're not they're in holiday mode. Uh, Wimbledon just finished. This is an easy week, so I think that always goes against you in Boston, unfortunately. Um, Karatsev yesterday as well, up 5-3 in the first set, decided to, was serving for it, collapsed. Um, just dropped the second set, it was really lame, match looked awful. Um, and considering he's one of the people named in the latest uh, match-fixing Probe. It's quite ironic that he comes out and puts up such a strange-looking match. Uh, and now we have Ji Wang, who lost Love and won. <laughs> Which is funny, because you get two on the same day in five matches to lose Love and won. It's just embarrassing. Um, I did watch the second set of that Wang match, and she could not move. She had a heavily strapped knee. Um... I assume that's why she couldn't move. She she played a couple of good points and uh, well, she just needed to put the ball away or something and she just looked at it and it just passed over her head and she didn't do anything. It was like she couldn't get up to it. I think also affected her serve because she is a big server, Wang, so she couldn't really get anything going. So she probably couldn't just <coughs> um, push off on that knee, I assume. Didn't look good. Shame she didn't retire for us. Um, so we're going to have to wait there. That's, that's three and a half units, but we have to wait for Isner for it to conclude. Okay, we talked way too long about yesterday's matches. We still have two challenger matches to cover, so we'll do it very fast. Anduhar, Kavaris, Bayana, both won two 2.6 units up there. Um, got two challenger matches today, so we can start with them. Uh, so I, I know there was some discussion as well on Twitter about the challengers and and uh, the problems of it being corrupt and all that, and that's why we're separating these um, these cards. So we're having challengers by themselves because we know challengers are uh, notoriously difficult 
to make money off just because of those things. So we um so we're calling it a challenger project. We're putting a bit stricter requirements than we would on the normal HP matches. So uh, a bit of a tighter line, and we're going to see how it goes over time. So far, it's been very up and down. We've had a couple of profitable months. We had one really bad month. So still, a sort of jury's out on these things where we're going to end up. So we're keeping them separated, still tracking them, still putting it out there to see what we can do. So, you know, we've had a couple of good days this week for sure. Let's see how today goes. We got Sebastian Offner in the first match. He's 1.7 minus 143 up against Mastrelli. Uh, that is his 71% there. That's two units. And this is in the Verona Challenger. And then there's one match left. And I think that's in Romania, the Romanian Challenger. Uh, and that is Pablo Andujar again. We're getting him in, I think, for the third time this week, probably. He's 1.51, that is minus 196 against the Almeida. 79% there, two units. Pretty straightforward. Let's go to our main card, which is pretty big today. We'll start in. Let's see where we got our first value. Yeah, we'll go Borstad. <coughs> Nothing in uh, in Newport. Uh, the Kubler Public match has no value there. Well, it has a slight value on Kubler, but but it's it's underdog value, which we're not going for there. Uh, obviously, we're waiting for Isner to play his match from yesterday. And uh, I can actually say, if you're not on Isner 2.16, you can actually get him at 2.18 today. So it's even a better price today on Isner. Uh, okay, so we got Karenu Busta at 1.53. Uh, that is minus 189, 72% confidence in that one. Up against Serendolo, one unit. So hopefully he's up and he looked ready for it yesterday, obviously. So, and once you're in the semis, you should be taking things seriously, you'd think, because um, even though it's a 250 and you might be on a semi holiday, it's nice to get a title, isn't it? Uh, <coughs> we next move to the women in. Uh, think this is in Budapest. It's Putin Seva. Uh, she's up against Krunic. Krunic is in some form, but she has, like we said, uh, met uh, some pretty limp opponents. So, not reading into that too much. Putin Seva is 1.6, um, minus 167, 74, I think, 75% even confidence on that line. Two units on her. <coughs> And that's it for the main uh, tournaments that were going on there. We're going to move into our qualifying now. So first we'll step into German qualifier in Hamburg. <coughs> so we got some big tournaments, clay tournaments here going on in Hamburg. So um, these should be taken seriously, you would think. Um, we start with Manuel Ginard. He's up against Rudolf Molliker. So Ginard is 1.63. Uh, which is minus 159. We got three units on him. He's 83% on the confidence line. Um, should be beating Moliker every day. Um, I think I would believe Moliker is <laughs> probably a wild card into this qualifier. And so will be the next match where we have Berankis at 1.28, uh, which is minus 357. Um, he's one unit at the moment at 88% confidence up against Mats Rosenkrantz. Rosenkrantz is a steady regular on the Challenger Tour, so I, I assume 
um, this being uh, in Germany, that he also has a wild card into this, most likely. And anything above 1.28 on Berankis goes into two unit territory because he's right on the cusp there. So that's if he goes up a little bit there, he'll be there. And next one, uh, still the same qualifying, is Henry Luxon in a 2.14. Uh, that's plus 114. Uh, he's up against Kovalik. Uh, we have one unit on him at 54% confidence. Okay, we'll move to the women's. <coughs> and this is women's Hamburg as well. So same tournament, but just on the women's side. We'll start with Sinja Kraus. She's up against uh, Hortuono. She's 2.02. Two. She's plus 102. Uh, we got one unit on her at 58% confidence. Uh, next one is Lourdes Carla against Shang. 1.83. Uh, that's minus 120. Uh, we got her at 67% confidence and two units against Shang. There are a few, as you can tell, fairly unknowns. Uh, if you don't follow um, down the <coughs> down the levels in tennis properly, like these these players don't show up a lot in our uh, our sets. But um, if if we actually can get value of someone, it means we have quite significant amount of data on them. So um, it needs to build up. For instance, team. Um, has not been able to even show up for us this week even though he's already playing his fourth or fifth tournament because we just need to be more confident in everything we have on the player before we can call it out so. hmm. one more in this tournament that is Barbara Haas at 2.24 as plus 124 that's two units, she's up against Susan Lemens, 56% confidence in that one Uh, we move to <coughs> more qualifiers. Uh, this is the Palermo qualifier for that tournament. Uh, still women's tennis. We start with a big three unit bat again. Uh, one of the bigger values we've seen in a while here uh, is in Papa Michael. Papa Mikhail, maybe, yeah, against Sakharova. Uh, she's 2.0 here, which uh, is plus 100. 83% confidence, three units. Uh, I'm surprised that the line sits like it does. I'm not sure what's forced it that way, actually. I would put Papa Ma Mikhail at 1.2 in this matchup on this surface. So, very odd indeed. Uh, let's move to the next one, which is Luisa Chirico at 2.04. Uh, she's up against Inalbon, and she's at. 204, yeah, that's plus 104, that's what I was going to say. 59% uh, confidence in our result, and that is one unit. She's right on the cusp there, so any any prices above 2.04, she would go to two units. Um, <coughs> so, yep. And then the last one in Palermo is Elina Avanesian at 1.56, that's minus 179. Uh, see, that's 74% confidence, one unit, and that is against Nuria Brancaccio. And she's also close to higher value, I think. Let me just double check how that goes. Yeah, anything above 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56, 1.56
which is what we have her at, or minus 179. Anything improved from there is two units on her as well. So that's it. Uh, that's today's card. Uh, quite a big one, thanks to all the qualifiers happening. So we've got 11 matches on, on sort of the, the, the main tour. And two challengers, so quite a lot of tennis to catch up on. Hopefully we'll have a really good day. Uh, I will try to catch some of this. We'll have to see. I got my own <laughs> league matches today to play, two of them. So I will be slightly limited in my tennis watching. But hopefully we'll have a really good one. Um, this has been quite a long pod for our standard. Try to rush it through quickly usually, but not so matches. So need to make sure we get it all in. And uh, thanks for listening. And I will be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.